Welcome to Living Intentionally with Elizabeth. I'm your host, Elizabeth, and I'm inviting you to join me on a journey to find total wellness in mind, body, and spirit, as well as unbecoming anything that we're not in order to embody who we truly are. Each episode focuses on one specific area, and the goal is to provide thought-provoking ideas as well as easy-to-implement practices that you can start today. This is a place for compassionate self-development, and I am so happy to have you here with me. Hello, hello, my friend. Welcome back to the podcast I'm so happy to have you here, and I'm so excited for you to tune into my little tattoo story. Um, People in my real life who have asked me, um, who have seen the tattoo in real life and asked me, oh, what does it mean? I try to keep it super brief because nobody expects a five-minute elaboration when they ask what the tattoo means. So I am really grateful for this opportunity to talk about it. And talk about something that I've loved for a really long time and finally have it on my body. Um, So I actually, I'm just going to dive in. Um, The tattoo is Tim Schull, as you have probably seen from my Instagram story. If you haven't, I'll be doing a little post on it showing off the beautiful um, artwork that is now on my arm. But the word um, comes from, it's a Hebrew word, it's a real word. But I first discovered it when I read the book East of Eden by John Steinbeck um, in grade 12, which was 13 years ago, I realized. And funnily enough, um, I actually, a few weeks, a week after I got the tattoo, I got a Facebook memory and my status 13 years ago on that day was Tim Shaw. I was like blown away. (laughs) So it's all coming full circle Um, I really, really have wanted it for that long. Um, And it's just crazy to me that the timing kind of matched up to like almost exactly 13 years later. Um, So I I read this in grade 12. I read it for school for a literature class and uh, shout out to the teacher because she picked the most incredible books. Um, There were three or four of them that we read for that class and it was just like life changer after life changer, but obviously East of Eden stood out to me um, more than the others and it just kind of blew my mind. There were actually two passages that blew my mind and I think that it is a lesson that I continue to learn. The first one, I didn't get tattooed, but um, it is a quote that says, now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. And oof, for all my recovering perfectionists out there, I'm still learning that one. Um, Now that you don't have to be perfect, you can be good. If you let go of perfectionism, which is unattainable, you can't be perfect because you're human. If you let go of that, then you can be good. You can be content and whole and calm and rested if you stop trying to attain something that isn't possible for you to attain. So that one um, really just blew my mind a little bit when I first read it. And then, of course, the second passage is Tim Shell. Um, And in the book, it's brought up a number of times. And so there isn't really one short passage that it kind of encompasses it. 
So I'm not going to be reading any parts of the book um, to you, but um, I'm going to just try to explain it super short and quick. So Timshel, as I said, is a Hebrew word. It is translated into English as thou mayest. And essentially in the book, which by the way, you should read. It's a really, really good book. Um, it was written a long time ago. I don't know when, maybe the 40s or 50s. Uh, and it's set in Salinas, Salinas Valley in California um, about a family. It's an epic. So it, it follows multiple generations of this family and people they knew um, in the Salinas Valley in California, um, at the turn of the century. And, um, there's some incredible characters. There's some really interesting Bible stories that are kind of played out through the characters. For example, the Cain and Abel story. Um, and so even though there are kind of those stories that mimic, you know, stories in the Bible, I would 0% say that that is, that this is a religious book. Um, it is not. Um, I think it's just using those themes of life um, in a new way, if that makes sense. <laughs> so I don't want you to think this is like a super religious book because to me it's really, really not. Um, but anyway, so without getting into the whole detail of the book, um, one of the characters... Lee uh, is talking about different translations of the Bible. And he had studied all of these um, different versions of the Bible to see how, um, how they differed, how they were the same. Because as we know, like there are many different translations over many different years. And um, it's technically the same book, but there could just be so many differences in them. So he found that in this one translation of the book that translated into Hebrew, they use the word timshel, which means, as I said, thou mayest. And other uh, translations of the same book, the same Bible, <laughs> um, use different terms. They, some of them said, thou shalt, like you will, um, and you must, um, but thou mayest is means you may, you can. And so he goes on a monologue and basically says that that is the most powerful of them all, um, that you as a human, you may, you may, or you may not, you may choose your life. Um, and he is telling this to a man who has had a pretty hard go at it to say the least Life has handed him a lot of lemons. Um, and so his point is that it doesn't matter what life hands you, um, especially because, not to quote Amanda Marshall here randomly, but everybody's got a story that could break your heart. It's so true. Everyone experiences trauma and pain and sadness and probably every person you've ever met could tell you a story that would just shatter your heart. And so the, the thing to take away from that is not that life sucks. It's that things 
won't always go your way. Things can be hard sometimes. Things can be really, really hard sometimes, and it might not make sense why. But what you do with that is up to you. So it's not always what has happened to you, it's how you react to it. And Timshel, thou mayest, means that you have the power to create your own life. You have the power to create and change your own story and make it into what you want. And so upon reading this in grade 12 literature class, I was just, it was just to turn my world upside down and I loved it. I ended up reading it again that summer um, and just soaked in every moment of it because it actually is a really intriguing book as well. It's really long, but if you are into novels, please read this. Uh, because it's actually really, really awesome. And there's so much that goes on. But that's essentially what it means. It means you have the power to change your story and make it whatever you want. If something horrible has happened to you, it doesn't have to stop you from living your life. It doesn't get to decide how you live the rest of your life going forward. If you choose to pick yourself back up, if you choose to heal, that is all you. And it didn't occur to me until about six months in maybe to my intentional living um, journey that that is like the basis of intentional living. I, you know, read that book a bunch of times over the years, hadn't read it in a long time, had that little kind of spiritual awakening and mind sh- mindset shift in 2020 and just dove into personal development, mindset, growth mindset, spiritual, all this stuff, intentional living, compassionate self-development. And then I kind of had a moment where I was like, oh my freaking God, something that I've had on every Pinterest board, on every thing that I could put a quote on is literally speaking the same thing to me. And it's really, really cool to me how that's come full circle. So in the spirit of intentional living of Tim Schull of Thou Mayest, I want to ask you, what what kind of story about yourself, about your life are you telling that you don't need to anymore, that you don't want to anymore? You could say, oh, I'm not the type of person to do that, or I could never do that because of this, because this person told me I wasn't good enough, because I tried once and I sucked, so now I could never do that even though it makes me happy. Um... I'd be too terrified to do it. Who like, what if I'm not great at it? Ask yourself that question. What is a story you're telling yourself or you have been telling about your life that does not serve you anymore? And what do you want to tell yourself instead? It seems silly, but I swear to God, it's as easy as that. And just speaking that into existence. So you know, I'm, I have health on the brain these days and 
it's really easy to get caught in that cycle of saying like, oh yeah, I'm, I have this, I can't do this because of this, uh, because of this health thing, or that's just how I am. That's how my body is. Why not say to yourself, like, I am so happy that I'm healthy. I am so um, grateful that I'm one of those healthy people and um, effortlessly healthy people and on and on. This is a little tangent, but why not tell that story to yourself instead? What would you rather tell yourself and what would you rather experience life as? And then do that thing. So I am so proud. I think that my 17, 18-year-old self would be so freaking proud because I literally, the moment after I finished that book or maybe even when I read that passage on Tim Shell, I said, that is going to be my first tattoo. And I have parents who hate tattoos, so it took me a long time to gather up the courage to do it. Um, and this year I just said to myself, like, I'm literally talking about every day to live the life you want for you and no one else. And it doesn't have to, it doesn't have to make sense to anyone else except you, as long as it makes you happy and you're not hurting anyone. Um, and yet I had all these things that I kept saying to myself, oh yeah, I wish I could do this. I wish I could do that. And I was like, I need to like act on what I'm preaching. And I literally got it. And little did I know that it would be almost exactly 13 years. It was 13 years to the month, that's for sure. After I first said it, that I got the tattoo. So I am feeling really, really proud of it. I did get this tattoo in Guelph, where I live, and Jay um, at Modern Addictions. She is incredible. If you are in the area at all, you should hit her up because she is so cool and was so nice to a first-time tattooee like me um, and just did everything perfectly. So that was um, a really, really nice ending to the little saga that I had um, with me, myself, and I on getting this tattoo. So I hope that you enjoyed hearing a bit more about Tim Shaw. If you have ever read this book or you want to or you think that idea is cool, um, reach out to me, text me, um, not text me, message me on Instagram and uh, tell me about it. Tell me what you thought and if this brought up any kind of light bulb moments for you, I would absolutely love to hear it. That's all for me today. I could probably talk about Tim Schill for a thousand more years, but I'm going to leave it at this. Um, and coming up, um, I know that I've been focusing a lot on um, you know, mental health, spiritual health, personal growth, all that stuff. But I want to talk about all areas of health and physical health is one of them. So I am going to be doing a series of physical health episodes coming up things like nutrition, um, physical fitness, um, and all of these other cool things that I'm going to share later um, coming up. So if you have any requests at all of certain physical health topics that you'd like me to cover uh, when it comes to living intentionally, please hit me up. I would love to uh, hear all of your suggestions. 
So I'm going to leave it at that. Um, Thank you so much for listening to the end. I'm so happy that I get to talk about this stuff all the time. I don't know if you can tell by my voice, but I must have been talking a lot today because it sounds like my voice is going a little bit. Um, I'm sending you all my love and uh, I guess I'll talk to you later.